Okay, I'm ready. You guys ready? Cool. Let's rock and roll. Hey, I'm Andrew. This is the Nerve Podcast, and thanks for joining me on this episode. In this week's episode, I speak to Richard Harper of Ride Motors Take Photos. We chat bikes, tattoos, and music, but most importantly, about his amazing ability to take photos while riding his bike. So, welcome to episode 10 of the podcast. Just a reminder about the name change, which will be from the next episode. From the next episode, it's going to be called The Bearded Fen Podcast, in conversation with The Bearded Fen. So I hope that's not going to be too disruptive, just a logo change, just a name change, but the link is still going to be the same. So, hopefully no issues there. Before I get into this week's episode, I'm going to just give a quick shout out to Stephen Kay. Stephen is a longtime friend of mine who is now living in the UK. He listened to the last episode and correctly guessed why I'm called Fen. Even though he's known me for a long time, he still needed a clue or two. And those clues that I gave him are actually on my Instagram profile. So if you visit my profile, look for the clue and drop me a message on Instagram and I'll give you a shout out in one of the future episodes. This week's episode, it is a great one. I chatted to Richard Harper. Richard is becoming well known among riders for his ability to take amazing motorcycle photographs. Do yourself a favor. After listening to this episode, visit his Instagram profile. His handle is at RideMoto Take Photos. I'll leave a link in the show notes. So follow him so you can keep up to date with his latest photographs. And in this episode, he shares with us how you too can benefit from his passion for motorcycle photography. We started off the conversation talking about resources that are available out there to upskill oneself, but then shortly dropped into the real conversation. I hope you enjoy. Yeah, those master classes are also another way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I brought into one with um, uh, Annie Leibovitz. Um, okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, learned, learned a fair amount from that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. As I say, I'm just trying to learn and uh, just in, improve my, my my skill level as much as possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we go back, you know, we can talk about the motorbikes. But how long have you been? taking photographs not that long in fact I mean, I've always been interested in, in photography um, but I've always had a passion for, for photography um, but always been like just as a hobby you know just taking pictures of you know family siblings <laughs> yeah the normal and, you know, the normal, normal gatherings yeah. Christmas yeah. and parties and um, it just like, morphed into like a passion when I started riding motorbikes R- riding m- motorbikes yeah. so, were you doing the sort of like point and shoot thing before mm-hmm. and then or did no. you have a SLR camera at the time for the family photos? No, I, I had a very cheap digital camera which we used to use. Um, so it's nothing, nothing fancy, and everything I used to do was uh, was all automatic, automatic modes. Mm. There was no manual setting because I didn't understand the ISO settings, the shutter speed, yeah. and the f-stops, and all those. So I always had a just manual, just point and shoot. Um, so, so you got into motorcycling as well. I mean, you haven't been. You haven't been riding motorcycles no, that long either. No. Um, well, in fact, I actually started riding motorbikes very late in my life. Um, I'm 54 now. Mm. Um, I started riding motorbikes when I think it's about 51, 2016. Okay. Um, I've also always had a passion for motorbikes. I've, I've, I've loved the, 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 the culture behind the, the, the classic motor, motorcycle. More, more so the, the British, ca- British classic motorcycles, uh, the Cafe Racer styles, Tunnel Club, uh, specifically the Thruxton. And that was my dream motorbike. And in 2016, when I decided to get my uh, learner's license, I bought a Thruxton. But I'd never ridden before. Never oh, ridden okay, before. Never, not never. at all. But even like when you were a kid or anything? When I was a kid, but you know, yeah. uh, I, I sort of lost touch. and um, I, was, I was a bit nervous. So when I bought the bike and they said, yeah, Mr. Harper, the bike's ready, come and collect it. Uh, I said, well, hang on, I can't really ride it. Can you deliver it to me? Okay. So they had to bring it on a truck. Um, <laughs> delivered to me and then I, I looked at the bike for a couple of days it just stood there and 
I, then I started to ride it around my complex. And uh, once I gained a bit more confidence, I took it out on the road, rode it around the back roads on weekends when it's very quiet in the sun. And when I got a bit more confident, I'd take it to the office, not on the highway, I was terrified of the highway. Okay. But I'd take it on the back roads. It me forever to get to work. Yeah. And then it just, you know, the more you ride, the more confident you get. And that's, I tried to ride as much as I could. And you just gain confidence. Yeah. And if you then talk about the photography, I've, as I said, I've always had a passion for photography. And um, I wanted to see if I could try and join the two, the two, two passions together, together yeah. the riding motorbikes and the, um, the taking photographs. But just a little, you know, a couple of steps back, when I started riding motorbikes, I got introduced to a really rad uh, bunch of guys. It's, you know, Joe and the Bonafide okay, crew, yeah. really, really um, cool bunch of guys. And we used to meet on Saturday mornings, mm. and um, Joe from Bonafide Beers is an is a, is a extremely good photographer, yeah. uh, really enjoys content. Mm. Um, and um, I then brought my, my first camera. This okay. was about the same time I started riding motorbikes. Um, uh, but the difficult thing with me is once I become confident on the motorbike to try and take a photograph while I'm riding, yeah. I will take my hands off the, <laughs> the handlebars <laughs> and obviously the throttle would just uh, obviously um, throw it yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, it wasn't working. And I thought, how on earth, you know, can how do I you fix do this? this? How do I do yeah. this? Slap it so, into neutral, man. Uh, yeah, well, going downhill, that's fine, but <laughs> yeah. that was a bit of a problem. Yeah. Um, so what I, what I did was I managed to find a, um, a plastic peg, which is this very simple apparatus. You just put it on your throttle and open the throttle up yeah. and then you rest it on your, your, your front brake. And it, it works like um, a cruise control. Exactly. And once I, once I did that, and then I could take my hands off the wheel and it got me more confident, I could then start taking pictures of you know, my mates driving motorbikes past me. Yeah. Um, and I got to enjoy that more and more. Um, you know, you just obviously you have to be cautious on, on how you do it. You've got to be very aware of what's in front of you. And also you have to be obviously acutely aware of people you're taking photographs with. Don't get too close to them. You're not too sure if they might swerve left or right. So you've yeah. always got to be constantly on the watch out. Um, yeah. But I, I think I've sort of mastered that skill. No, you definitely have. I've seen Thank it you. in action. Yeah. But so just going back to the motorcycles. So what was the first motorcycle that you bought? Was it the Thruxton or the Bonneville? No, it was the, it was the Thruxton 900. Okay. It was the, the classic cafe racer uh, although it's a 2016 model mm. it's, it's got um, uh, all the, the look and the feel of a of classic Thruxton but mm. the technology of a obviously of a modern, modern yeah. one yeah they've even got fake um, carbs on they there. have indeed yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it really does look the part yeah it does it's, look the uh, part it's yeah. fuel injected and um, I did my first uh, long ride up to Sabi with the uh, with Joe and Bonafide yeah, and the crew motor, um, yeah. on, on the Thruxton and I, I do remember uh, obviously, Thruxton doesn't have much space for luggage. And it was my first big trip I was going on. I had my camera ready. I had all my luggage. And then I thought, well, hang on. How on earth am I going to fit all my camping gear on this Thruxton? Because there's absolutely there's nowhere. no space. So I phoned Joe and I said, listen, there's any way that I can uh, put my luggage in the sport van. He says, uh-uh, you bring it, you carry it. That's uh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So I had to figure out how on earth am I going to put all this <laughs> luggage on my Thruxton. But it did work. Made it happen. Uh, that was my first long trip. That was that was back in December 2016, and I think I bought the bike in about May. And um, so on those long trips, you know, you get a bit more confident, and then you got the, the long open roads, and you start taking cool photographs because there's not much traffic around. It's mm. just your mates driving past you. They start to take different angles, and you know, after that trip and coming back home, then it, the bug really set in, and I thought, well, hang on. Thruxton is great, but it's not an ideal long distance bike. And just at that time, I think about 2017. The Bonneville T120 Black came out, which is a 1200. It's a bit more upriding motorbike. It's perfect for long distance, and um, you can take it off-road. Well, you shouldn't really, but uh, I've customized it to take it off-road. Uh, been up to Sony a couple of times on it, and now I use that T120 uh, for, for, for the long trips because you know I can put a sissy bar on, and I can put luggage on, and I've also obviously got the the throttle stick as well. Um, so, and that one I feel a bit more confident taking photographs because it's a bit more powerful. If you do get, you can get, you get out, out quickly. Yeah. So, down. talking about the power, is there a big power difference between the 900 and the 1200? Oh, definitely. You the yeah. eh? the 1200 has got so much, so much torque. Um, the Thruxton, it's like a, it's a 900, so it's slow. It looks cool. I mean, yeah. it sounds cool as well. I did have some performance parts put on it. Uh, did nothing for the performance, but it makes a hell of a sound. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> it makes you feel better. Yeah, it does, yeah. It makes me look cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or sound cool. Sound cool, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, the 900 is, is 
the top end is probably about 170, but then it starts to really shake, rattle, and roll. Um, and hopefully you're not taking photos at, at that speed. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not that brave. So, you know, maybe 130, 140 is fine. I can still yeah. take photographs and then that's fine. As I say, the, the Moni is very powerful and it's capable yeah. off-road and I've taken it up Sony uh, twice. Uh, we're going up again Sony um, this Saturday, 25th of May with the Bonafide Motor Co. So I'm keen for that and uh, yeah, as I say, yeah. and also um, the thing about the photographs, we've got such beautiful roads here, such beautiful yeah. scenery. So not only are you taking uh, pictures of motorbikes, but you're taking pictures of the, the surrounds, the backdrops. And also now trying to sort of get that into, into my photographs is trying to get the, these backdrops of the countryside, the mountains, the forests that we drive through, not just sort of the plain old highway, because then it becomes a bit boring because you've got a, a dude on a motorbike going down the highway. I mean, that's yeah. all really exciting. So, because so you know, I did a trip down to Cape Town on my 1200 Gs, and I had a Nikon SLR camera. Yeah. And like every time you see something spectacular, that you want to take a photo. Of. Okay, I'm not taking photos while I'm riding. You got to stop the bike. Get off the bike, get the camera out the backpack, take the photo, put the camera back in the backpack, climb back on the bike and off you go again, you know. And eventually as you're going along, you've got say 200 k's to do for the day or whatever. And early in the morning you're stopping and taking photographs. And by the afternoon you're starting to run behind schedule. And now you start pushing and you say, ah, oh, I see something, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not going to stop and take a photo. Like for me now, all of a sudden it was like, okay, but now this is a problem for me. I mean, you taking photographs while you're riding, is that something you decided from the beginning or? Yes, because um, I've always seen, you know, people uh, take photographs of their bikes and all you see is some, some dude standing next to his bike with a photograph. And okay, that's maybe he took it with, let's say, his mate Daryl's cell phone and then Daryl WhatsApps him the picture of him standing next to his bike. And it'll stay on his phone for a couple of weeks as a cool picture, but then, you know, it'll eventually be deleted and it'll make You'll take for, another one. Yeah, I'll take another one. <laughs> it looks the same, yeah. different location. So, yeah, <laughs> so, but it's not very static. Yeah. So um, I, I never really saw pictures of bikes in motion with guys on them, except obviously if you're on the track. Um, but, you know, if, if you want to like a, a cool photo of like your throttle open, open road in front of you, it's just that, that sheer adrenaline, that, 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 that fun that you're having, that's what I want to try to capture. Yeah, and you, you can, If you capture that in like an instant, it's there forever. And yeah. that, that'll make it like a really cool profile pic, or even better, you can, you can have it printed, you can have it blown up and put it on your bar. And that's what I want to do. I want to sort of try and, you know, um, share my, 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 my joy in photography with, with other motorcyclists, whether they're individuals or whether they're groups or... Um, um, clubs or whatever better. Just talking about that, when you're riding a motorcycle, I suppose one's natural instinct is to slap a GoPro on your on your bike yeah. and then you can get video footage and oh sure you can take a frame grab from the from the from the GoPro footage and whatever. But the problem is is that that's a static position. You almost gotta position the bike in a particular way to take a photo. And if you've got a forward facing, you're only taking the guy from behind. If you now want to take a, a, a guy behind you, the front shot of him, while well, the GoPro's in the wrong place and whatever. Now the way that you're doing it, you're getting these cool angles of these guys riding their bikes, which normally you would have to set it up, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like if you wanted to get a shot like that, you would have to say to the guy, okay, you go ride down the road, come towards me, you standing in the middle of the road at a particular angle, take a photograph. You're getting the same kind of shots while you're riding the bike, which is, and obviously and it's not set up. It's like in the moment, which like for me is the coolest thing. No, thanks. <laughs> uh, first I have to give a, a punt um, for my product that I use, which is uh, the Fuji. The one I use for my the photo, uh, motorbike uh, photography is the X-T2. Excuse me, it's a brilliant camera, it's mirrorless. Uh, important is obviously the, the lenses you use as well. So I've got yeah. a variety of lenses. I've got some really favorite lenses, some wide lenses, some, some prime lenses, prime some narrow lens, lenses. And the, the X-T2 has got uh, two uh, SD card slots. So you, it's got a battery pack as well. So I've got yeah. three batteries. Battery life is mm. very important. And it's got, a, it's got a really cool grip. So it's, it's very easy, easy to handle. When, when you talk about taking shots, diff, different angle shots, I spoke about it earlier of, you know, people having just like that, that sort of square on angle from the side. Mm. And I thought, well, 
what other, what other angles can you do? So I started to practice going on the road as I got more confident, unhook the, the, the camera from, 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 from the strap yeah. because you, you obviously, um, you're a bit constricted if it's on the strap. So you want to sort of maybe lean out a bit. And then I found out that I, could, I was able to sort of get low on the ground shots while I'm riding or you're able to turn around and take shots of your mates coming up behind you or someone going just past you, you can get really low. Or yeah. you, can, you can also stand up on the pegs and take uh, shots from um, a bit of a, well, high a bit angle. Of elevation. And I, I spoke <laughs> about the, 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 the lenses earlier. Well, my favorite lens is the, the 16mm lens, which is a, it's a beautiful prime lens. It's really sharp. It's quite wide as well. Mm. And um, I use that for most of my, my uh, bike photography. I've got another one, a 1024, which is a really wide, really, really wide lens. Yeah. Uh, zoom as well. Uh-huh. Um, and then you, you spoke about earlier, you know, of the, the GoPro. Um, but the quality of the, the footy is really important for me. The, 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 I shoot in raw, and I've got the app on my phone. So as soon as uh, we stop, wherever we stop, then I can, I'm able to, to, to download those photos immediately yeah. via Wi-Fi or through my SD card converter. I've got a little yeah. converter that you convert raw, raw um, footages from the camera right, straight, straight into your phone. Your phone yeah. So phone, let's, yeah. I mean, let's, yeah, let's talk about that for mm. a bit. Let's go back to, why did you choose to uh, buy Fujifilm? Well, I think it's the same as why did I buy the Thruxton. I really enjoyed the classic look of the Thruxton. And when I had a look at the, the Fuji, my first Fuji was the X-T1, but also back in, I think, 2016. And that's got a really sort of a classic old school look about it, looking yeah. back to the old 35mm films. Mm. And that immediately sparked my interest, you know, just, just having a look at that. And then I saw the features. It's mirrorless. Um, you've got, you've got this, this brilliant Wi-Fi app uh, that you can go straight to the phone with, which yeah. is also important because I'd like to um, develop my, my photos as quickly as possible, yeah, almost sure. instantly. So yeah. you take the photos, you stop, you download, and then you, you publish them. Either you send them to, to, to the people that you're taking photos yeah. of or you put them on social media. Because, um, yeah. so, I mean, that's the thing. is like, I mean, just talking about cameras, I mean, yes, we have these fancy cell phones these days. They're taking amazing photographs. You know, they're getting better and better. And then a lot of people question the, you know, the role of the SLR camera going forward. You know, for me, I would say, uh, you know, I'll just use my cell phone because I can distribute it. Because my prime goal is to put it on social media, yeah. my Instagram or whatever. So what you're saying is with the, with the Fujifilm is that you can get over that, that barrier because you've got that, the functionality that's provided by the camera to be able to distribute it. When you're going on a bike ride, uh, the bubble run or Sabi run or whatever, like you're saying, it's, it's, it, for people that are like me, who unfortunately can't go to Sony this time, um, to follow you guys, Joe and the rest of you and yourself, is that I know that those photos are going to be coming through. They're going to be making me envious, but it's so great to see those photos coming through. Normally, you would do a trip like that and then only distribute the photos when you get back home from the trip. Which is like almost like counting, you know, it's it's against what we expect these days. Everything is instant. Correct. <laughs> I've seen you downloading your, your photos on the app when we've done done rides before. My camera is almost an extension of, of myself. Yeah, exactly. I always have it, except for today because it's in for repairs. Yeah, I need to get ready for um, for Sony. Uh, the, the, the app itself is amazing, the Fuji app. Yeah. But uh, you know, over and above the app, I've got uh, the, the Lightroom. Uh, which is an editing um, software, uh, software, software program uh, on my phone and my computer. Okay. But because, as you mentioned earlier, everyone wants, it's all about instant, instant yes. gratification, I guess. Yeah. Is that um, I do most of my editing on my phone. Uh, so I, I, I get I get the raw images I've just taken off of people motorbikes, download it on my phone, put it into the Lightroom app on my phone, do the editing, and then put it out on social media. And I'm all for the... Um, uh, just seeing uh, the, the look on people's faces to say, wow, that's an amazing yeah. photo. Oh, thank you so much. I've, you know, I've, yeah. that, I've never had a photo of like me that, yeah. on, on my bike before. Yeah. Um, so so that, that's, that's my main aim. It's just, I, I don't care how many likes I get on social media, but yeah. if someone says that's a great photo, that, that's all yeah. I need. Uh, one person can say that and that's that made my Yeah, day. it's enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you've got several cameras now. You've got yeah. more than one Fujifilm. Yeah, I've got the X-T3 and the H1. Okay. Those I don't really want to take on the bike just yet okay. because they are uh, um, newer, the, 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 yeah, more expensive. But yeah. the X-T2 is like sort of battle-hardened, if I can okay. put it that way. It's been on all my trips yes. and it's, it's proven to be, you know, 
perfect. You know, it's, I've dropped it and it's got scratches on and, you know, it's must it's be got like some metal scars, yeah. but it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, with, it's with still, still going. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, as I say, the X, X, XT, the XT3 and the H1 are tend to use for other photography, photographing bands or, or family portraits and stuff like that. So you bought the bike, you bought the camera, and you start riding with the guys, you start taking some photos. I mean, before that, you said you were putting everything on auto. How did you get yourself up to the point where you're taking, you know, getting into the sort of the manual mode photography? Do some research. How did you yeah. get there? Uh, actually, a bit of everything. Uh, so I learned a lot, lot from Joe. I, I asked him a lot of questions because I think his photography is amazing what mm. he does. Um, and I've learned a lot from him. I've gone onto the internet, I've gone onto YouTube, I've had a look at all the, um, all, all the, the lessons, because um, I didn't really understand about f-stop, and I didn't understand about ISO settings and shutter speed, because uh, the first photographs I started taking, there was, they were always lacking something. Um, yeah. But over the years, I, I think I've tended to sort of um, hone my art. So now, now I understand ISO, what ISO settings, what shutter speed, to use if I'm moving at 120 k's and the bike next to me is moving at 120 k's, you know, it has to be a certain it's setting. setting so, yeah. um, they're not manual settings anymore, they're all um, sort of um, like uh, presets. Your, your presets. Yeah, you, you like customized yeah. presets that you put in your camera. Yeah, yeah. put in the camera, yeah. You're shooting in raw format, right? Yeah. And then post processing of the, of the photograph. Do you have to do a lot of that, or yes. have you got, have you, like, like you've got your custom settings on your on your camera now for the different situations? I mean, have you now developed your own like custom um, color grading that you do on the photos? Yeah, well, I've got the Lightroom app, and then I have a look at have a look at the picture in this raw form on Lightroom, and then I decide yeah. whether it's it's maybe a good idea to put it into like a black and white uh, oh, yes. um, uh, filter. Or uh, I might up the vibrance, or you know, um, or the sharpness of the, of the, of the color of it. Um, and um, there is a, a gentleman that um, I follow from Canada. Yeah. He's on Instagram, Andy uh, Status, and he's also an extremely competent motorbike photographer. Okay. And he had some presets which he launched, and I actually purchased those presets. The presets are sort of color edits that, that you can that you can you load can into Lightroom yeah. Yeah, that I purchased you put them yeah. in Lightroom and then those are like automatic color edits so um, I use a lot of his presets as well that I purchased you've only been riding bikes for since 2016 or around about there I mean I've been riding bikes since, since 2009 2010 I still can't ride my bike like you do when you're taking your photos I mean how did you like I mean it's all about confidence and I suppose if I tried it and all that but I mean, my mind just can't comprehend um, traveling at, I don't know, at 100 k's an hour or whatever, 120, taking my hands off the, off, the, off, off the handlebars, unclipping my camera that's hanging around my neck, and then getting a low angle um, shot. I mean, what, like, I mean, were you not concerned about the safety behind it? Or? Well, as I said earlier, you must always be acutely aware what's in front of you, more, most specifically what's in front of you. But it's, I think it's all for me. It's about the chase or the thrill of getting that photograph, that trying, photograph trying to yeah. capture that one. Yes. So you know, you, you know, you, you might you can talk about the um, uh, the the war journalist, or the photojournalists going to Syria, yes. trying to get that shot and yeah, putting themselves sure. in danger. Absolutely, yeah. So um, I try not to put myself in danger, um, but uh, it's all about just getting trying to get that, that shot. And it's taken a few few years to practice. First of all, to, to, to get balance of of right and bike um, yeah. with no hands. Um, and it was a slow process, a gradual process, but now I've become sort of very confident at doing it. It's, it's second nature to me. It might be you could, or like a pilot who flies a plane. Okay, I don't know how on earth he does that, but it's second nature <laughs> he gets to me. It right, yeah, right. He's got the training. Okay, I did my own training. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just second nature for me now. Yeah. That every time I'm on, on my bike, I've got my camera ready to take a photograph. But again, it's always safety first. So, um, you know, obviously not at night because it's a bit difficult to take photographs on the bike yeah, at night. Exactly. Uh, I've done it before, but you've got to use a flash. And then if you use a flash on the roads, uh, you know, cars might get yeah, a bit confused thinking there's a speed trap. You know, it's happened yeah. before on the highways, taking photographs at night with my flash. And all the cars around me are thinking, oh, hang on, that's a, that's a, speed, <laughs> a speed trap. <laughs> They're all slowing down. Uh, yeah, so. It's not a bad thing. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, um, that's cool, yeah. I, I did try um, videos, you know, obviously with the GoPro, but yes. I prefer 
as I say, it's just to capture that moment because you've got that instant that can never be reproduced again and you've got it in a photograph that will last longer than our memories. And that was one of the questions I was going to ask you is, um, you know, why not, why not filming or do you understand, you know, where you've got to with your taking photographs? I think I first met you, I was trying to think today when, when I first met you, it must have been one of the, one of the breakfasts with Bonafide Motor. Yeah, it was, when we were still in Greenside. Yeah, Greenside, yeah. And then I think I bumped into you on the gentleman's ride a couple of years yeah. ago, I think at the, at the Rand Club, and we chatted a bit and whatever, and, you know, follow you on Instagram kind of thing, and I start seeing some of the photographs and then riding more with um, Bonafide Motor, you know, Tucker Tuesday, that kind of thing. And then I started seeing you taking these photos in action because obviously I'd seen some of the angles that you were getting. And I'm just like, these, these photos are amazing. I mean, some of the photos, like you look at them and you think, okay, you know, I don't even know how that was taken. And then to see it in action, I don't even remember when we went to Clarence last year. Yes. <laughs> I'm riding behind you. I, I have to admit, I get a bit nervous here. Because I see you fiddling, you're riding your bike, your hands off the you fiddling. <laughs> and the next minute I see something fly past me, I don't know, <laughs> two glasses. <guys. laughs> That's right, That's happened a few times, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but I mean, besides that, I mean, we had a great weekend and uh, I think I've actually got some video footage of you trying to take, well, not trying to, definitely taking photographs. I think I'll post that so that uh, people can see what it looks like when you're taking photographs. I'd like to see it myself. <laughs> yeah, I've had a few um, malfunctions, I guess, where things have fallen off. Mm. Um, I've lost the things like, you know, lens covers. Yeah. But, you know, that's yeah, no, been lens covers, um, yeah. So, well, I haven't thankfully dropped my camera yet whilst yeah. taking photographs. Uh, I find it much easier to take photographs uh, of motorbikes at high speed. Okay. The slower you go, at the high speed you can get that, that motion blur. Absolutely. Which yeah. is, I think, what everyone wants is the, the, the subject on the bike is in focus, yeah. very sharp, but everything around it's all blurred. Any, yeah. any any other subjects behind him or next to him are blurred as well. Yeah. That's not post-process. That's no, that, like yeah. that's in the moment. You've yeah. taken that photograph. You've got that motion blur. See, how do you how do you frame the subject that you're taking when you're riding the bike? How do you focus and all that kind of stuff? Well, uh, the the Fuji camera's got a nice big uh, LCD screen on the yeah. back, so it's very easy for me to see the subject yeah. in the big screen. Once I've got him in the screen, I can see it, then I yeah. can step away. If I didn't have, if I only had the viewfinder, it would be a bit more difficult because then I wouldn't know where the subject is in the frame. So uh, I use that, that, helps, that, yeah. that LCD uh, back screen, which yeah. works perfectly. Tell us, you said you're going to commercialize your... Yes, uh, myself and a good friend of mine, uh, Barry Gordon Davis, him and I share the same passion riding motorbikes. And, mm. um, He's been in a lot of my photographs because uh, he rides at Truxton as well. And uh, also, just speaking about photographing bikes, um, th these Truxtons are really sexy machines. So it's quite nice taking a picture of like an old school uh, Truxton or even your BMW. Mm. I prefer to take photographs of, of those motorbikes, the classic yeah. ones, because to take a photograph of some dude on a, on a GS, I mean, yeah. it becomes very sort of grey almost because there are just so many of them. Uh, but, then, but then you have to be doing something <laughs> no, on the I GS. Know. With like, like a wheelie, I need to have a wheelie or you do something instead of, you know, if you're on the GS, well then you've got to be doing something, not just hands on the handlebars, you know, stand up or point or do that or do yeah. something. Yeah, so, exactly. Or you know, um, well, have my daughter on the back with um, her, her vans on. Her vans and her vans yeah, and, and shorts. And, and shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't post that one, by the way. But, yeah, but I did I and know, I got yeah. into trouble for I that. Thought, yeah, God. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So yes, we've done many long trips on our Thruxtons uh, to East London, um, uh, up to Sarby a couple of times. Um, so it's, um, it's it's quite nice if we both got our Thruxtons. We're both riding. Uh, it's really cool. Thinking, how can we sort of maybe try and make some money out of this? Not yeah. not, not real money. Monetize. We've decided to commercialize my brand. Um, yeah. Take it public. Uh, we've already we're in the stages of um, developing the website. website so it'll be up yeah. and running. I'm sure by next month June. Mm. We're just getting more content, more more uh, text in as well. Yeah. Uh, figuring out what prices because we would like to approach um, any individuals or any bike clubs to say, listen. Uh, we'd like to come take photographs of your members because I've seen a lot of those, those you know, when those outings, when let's say the Harley group go out or uh, the Ducati group go out or you go there and you see a photo of the dudes sitting around the table or, yeah. or standing next to the bikes. 
not one have I seen where you've got them in action on their bike going down the highway. So that's what we want to try and do, try and try and show people what can be done with motorcycle photography, get them out there. So, is that, so that's the plan. So offer that as a service too, because uh, you've been invited by some other guys like the Vesperados to come along and ride with them and take. Well, I don't know if they specifically asked you to take photos, but you were invited to go along and you've been taking these photos of these, you know, the guys riding around in their Vespers. Yeah, the Vesper. Yeah, those the Vesper, the Vesperados. First of all, it's. Uh, only the classic Vespers. Mm. Yeah. We're not talking about the modern day no, Vespers. The These are all yeah. the classic Vespers. And again, that also appeals to me. Also, I think it appeals when you have a look at the photographs yeah. of, of those classic Vespers. Mm. Um, and just going back to what I said before, that it's more difficult to take photographs at slow speed. <laughs> those Vespers are <laughs> really slow. Because yeah. I don't have a Vespa. Um, I go and I use a thrust. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're doing like 60 k's an hour. It's mm. pretty slow, you know, to try and keep your balance and take photographs at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've done many, many trips with the Vesperators and they're a really cool bunch of guys and um, I enjoy taking photographs of them and of their bikes. So that's the plan, is to, yeah. is to offer that as a service. But what about the photographs you've already taken? Some of your photographs were on display recently at Calexico? Mm. Yes, as a display that myself and Joe put together in conjunction with Calexico and uh, Keith, who's the resident DJ there. Oh yeah. Um, and it was just to showcase, first time I've done it, to showcase our, photo our photography. And it was just like a free service. We didn't obviously get any money. And the, all the prints that I had printed uh, just gave away. Okay. Um, and also to, to see the reaction of uh, the people's faces. Because the first time I've ever seen my photographs in print is yeah, quite sure. amazing. Um, so, yeah. and, and that's actually what I'm looking for, is to get mm. that reaction from people say, wow, that is amazing. And maybe people who don't ride motorbikes will say, wow, I really want to get a motorbike. Because that's... In that photograph, I can see freedom. I can, yeah. I can, I can see a smile on the face through the helmet. I can see sheer joy, and that's what I want. Yeah. And hopefully, but I think, I think, I think that's the beauty about your photos is that because they are in the moment, they're not set up. If you know what I mean, they're yeah. not like orchestrated to take this amazing photo. This is an amazing photo on a trip in motion. The guy's in his natural environment. It's not like a... So, yeah, that's 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 pretty awesome. Yeah. And most of the guys I ride with are now so used to me taking photographs yeah. of them because, I mean, they know me by now and I've always yeah. got my camera. Getting instructions from you. Yeah. yeah, you, know, I pull, you know, come up closer. <laughs> mm. A little yeah. bit that way. I yeah, I sometimes do have to give instructions. Yeah, so, no, that's, yeah. But that's cool because, mm. I mean, you know, like, I mean, we see you taking a photograph of us mm. while we're riding. Okay, I don't know what to do. Am I in the right place? Must I go faster? Must I go slow? Must I stay exactly where I am? So it's cool that you do do that. That's that's fine. I mean, but yeah. it's yeah. But I think that's great that you um, going to provide that as a service because it's your passion. That's great. It comes across the the, the photos are fucking amazing. Actually, to be honest, Thank I you. mean the fact the way that you're taking them. You know, like I'll say, I get a little bit nervous, but. I mean, the photographs just come out. I, I'm, I actually get goosebumps thinking about it, really. So I'm glad you're doing that. Because what, what we'd like to do is, you know, as I say, we'd, we'd offer the service to anyone, individuals or clubs, yeah. to say, listen, yeah. if you'd like your photo, photograph taken, we'll, let's say, we'll have a two-hour ride out, we'll meet you. Uh, a good spot is um, Cradle of Humankind, because mm. uh, they've, they've really got nice scenery out there, nice backdrop, nice wide shots. So meet, meet the, the person out there or, the, or the, the couple out there, spend two hours with them taking photographs. I don't know if I can say this, but if they want to ride without their helmet, they certainly can. I can take yeah. pictures of them without their helmet. They should, yeah. they can do that, but um, um, I'll just take the photograph. <laughs> yeah, um, with a disclaimer <laughs> at the bottom. Course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also then to go to the clubs to, to say, listen, you've got to ride out this Saturday. We'll, we'll, come, we'll come along and we'll take photographs of all your members. Um, we'll offer it at a certain price. Um, we can either we, we can charge the club for it. We can charge the individuals for it. Um, we'll go there with a the computer because mm. once we get to well, once we get to the destination, for this if it's a lunch, yeah. we'll we can download all the photographs immediately. They can see which ones they want. We can then um, either we can WhatsApp to them, which is sort of a it's a poor quality, yeah, poor but it's, quality. it's immediate. You know, so yeah, they, they, I mean you could always upload them to mm. Box. Or yeah, something like that. Airdrop them later. Yeah, or, them, yeah. um, we could also we could get the those small USB uh, storage devices. We could mm. put it on there. We could give it to them included in the price. So the, the, that's why 
the, the website and the idea is still in its infancy and there's so much that we can add on to it um, in terms of what we can do, mm. where we can take it. We can also, uh, we have an idea of going to, let's say, um, a motorcycle um, dealership and say, listen, let's, let's say Triumph, okay? We'd say, okay, anyone who buys a new Triumph uh, can get a voucher to have the photograph taken with it because who wouldn't want a photograph of himself in the But bike? not in the showroom, right? Not, yeah, not on the road. On the road. On because the road, yeah. all the photographs that I've seen is someone standing behind their bike mm. in the showroom saying, I've got my new bike. What better way to, to, to um, publish or, or uh, boost that brand and is to go, go with this dude or, or, or his, his, his wife and girlfriend or, or whoever and take a photograph of them um, while they're riding. While they're riding, yeah, give absolutely. it to them and say, there's a photograph of you, of you on your new bike and it's good for the brand, it's good for him, he'll love it. Hopefully his family will love it and he can have it framed, he can stick mm. it on his wall. So that's what we that's what we want to do, and yeah. there's there's so many other avenues that we can go with with this bike photography and, and uh, commercializing it and taking it. We could approach um, um, organizers of uh, bike uh, bike events or, or rallies. We'll be your official photographer. We'll take mm. photographs of everyone. This is a fee. We'll give you a, like a, a, a set fee, um, and it's it'll be free of charge to all your members. Mm. Well, that's or, awesome. Or, or each member awesome. could then. Uh, donate 150 rand, whatever, um, and then that we cover our costs and uh, we take photographs of the rally. So there's individuals, there's, there's bike clubs, there's rallies, there's uh, the classic bikes, there's, in fact, the, you know, the, the list could just go on and on and on. It's different to what you would normally see. As an example, before I, um, you know, when I got my old BM, you know, I always wanted to have a Royal Enfield and I had hooked in with the Royal Enfield club when the dealership was in Germiston and I used to ride with those guys once, once a month but I was on my BM and I used to I was like the official photographer yeah. unofficial photographer for the club for the club ride and um, so what I would do is I would you know ride up ahead of them stop on the side of the road take photos as they came past I, mean, I wasn't taking photos while I was riding. Your photographs are totally different to that kind of, because yours are more individualized, because you're taking a photograph of a particular guy on the road in that moment. Yeah, which and is yeah. it is, and also because um, you sort of, like, let's say, then you're embedded with, with the group. So you, you're, not, you're not sort of set apart from them. You're yeah. not like a photographer who's in a car on the side of the road. You, you become part of that group because you're riding a bike, you're taking photographs, you're interacting with them, you're riding with them. And that, that I think then that um, makes for much better photographs because then they're more comfortable with you because you're, you're riding. And you're part of the, yeah. That, that's what I'm looking for. That, 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 that's, that, that's important for me, not to be some anonymous person on the side of the road to photograph. Cause Pretty much like yeah. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's the thing is, I mean, you know, like, I don't want it to be an interview. I want it to be, you know, like a conversation oh, with the people. It's on. like, yeah, oh, we, is the interview on now? Yeah. Oh, okay. no, no, you know, no, what I'm saying is that, you know, you don't want it to be something that stands out as something that's on the side. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's in the mix. It's people are comfortable. They're relaxed. Your bike sounds cool. Your bike looks cool. You're with your mates. Some guy took a cool photo. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, just a, a little um, side story was uh, about a year ago, I was busy riding on the highway and I uh, saw this one obviously, and obviously I had my camera, I always had my camera, yeah. obviously dude on a superbike came next to me with his son and I thought it was so cool and I started just shooting pics of him, some anonymous yeah. dude, and eventually he just obviously hailed me down, stopped and we swapped numbers and I then sent him the pics, what's happening to him and he was just absolutely blown away because no one's ever taken a photograph yeah, exactly. of him exactly. and uh, that's you know just random people you meet now you know he's got a photograph on the bike with him and his son mm. and um, no, so, so that's that's also you know what I enjoy doing is just just taking random shots of, of you know people that I don't really know and striking up a conversation yeah. with them it's like almost doing mm. street photography mm. but you're on your bike and, you're, yeah. and the subject mm. are the bikes and the yeah. guy that's riding yeah. the bike the, the only that's thing is cool, yeah um, the, uh, the, the, the the guys I ride with now are very used to me taking photographs. Um, so I have to, um, if I'm taking photographs of... Um, yeah, yeah. 
if I'm taking photographs of someone who hasn't had their photograph taken before. Yeah, they get a little bit. Yeah, I've got to sort of explain to them, you know, what, what's happening. So I sometimes I like to get really close, get some close-ups. Mm. And if you do that with someone who's never had their photograph taken, uh, they might get a bit apprehensive and yeah. back off a bit. So, so what you're saying is mm. sign language is, uh, yeah. is one of your new skills. Mm. <laughs> I, I think I've mastered yeah. that art. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, but it, you know, if it does take off, then what we'll do is we'd have like pre-rider briefings to say, listen, okay, I'll be taking photographs. It's what you're going to expect. So don't get shocked if some, some dude, yes. me, yeah. comes up really close to you with a camera in your face. So, mm. And uh, But I think, I think most people will be okay with no, that. I think yeah, no, I don't think, I, I, I thought I would get tired of it. But in fact, it's, uh, I haven't really got tired of it. I've been yeah. doing it for many, many years um, because each photograph is different. Yes. And I'm always trying to figure out different angles. Yeah. How, how, can I, how can I better the photography? How, how can I get a better shot? What, what different angle can I, can I do? So I'm, I'm always in my mind thinking of how better. Or if, if there, there's um, uh, something in the frame that I want to try and get, yes. like maybe a big truck passing by. Um, so always, yeah. always trying to get that different shot, that perfect shot. The money shot, I think it's called. And I used to think, because, you know, it was just my family, you know, because the family's always very supportive. And they say, oh, that, that's a nice photograph, but, uh, Richard. But you never know. I never know. Whether, you know, whether it's genuine or they're just saying, oh, yeah, yeah well done, Richard. <laughs> yeah, son. exactly. Yeah, that's a good photograph. Yeah. I don't think my mom really knows what I do. So uh, <laughs> it's probably better that way. You know, she knows I ride bikes and she knows I take photographs. She takes photos. She, but, uh, I, I think she, she hasn't worked out that I'll do both at the same yeah. time. But also, <laughs> just a little sidebar on that is... Um, I got my first uh, tattoo when I was 15. It's 26. It's a 2017. Okay. Uh, a couple of years ago, I think yeah. I was 52. And uh, 10 tattoos later, and I'm still yeah, going. Yeah, 10 tattoos later. <laughs> so how do your mom take the tattoos? Well, the thing is, uh, I had the tattoos done in winter. Yeah. So every time I, we had a family function, I would yeah. have a jersey or a jacket on. Until summer came along and I came in a t-shirt. <laughs> and she went, my God, Richard, what happened? <laughs> I gave you such good skin and look what you've done. <laughs> and she's cool with it now. Cool. Uh, it hasn't changed who I am. but Yeah, let's talk about the tattoos. What made you decide to do the tattoos thing? Well, um, <laughs> it's a, there's a funny story about that too. Is um, uh, a young colleague who works with me, Matt, he wanted to get a, t a tattoo that he could never get into um, a tattoo. It was fully booked. Yeah. So I sort of um, jokingly said, actually, I do know someone, so I bet you I'll phone him up now and I'll get a booking for myself. How's that? Yeah. So he said, well, go ahead, you try that. So I phoned him up uh, thinking this wasn't going to happen. Uh, but then when Monkey from Fallen Heroes uh, took my call and said, hey, Richard, we've got an opening on Wednesday. I thought, Okay, damn, I've got to go. <laughs> I couldn't back out. Uh, and he's, a, he's an exceptional tattoo artist. And we came up with a, with a great design of um, a skull and a uh, bike helmet, which I really enjoyed. And um, thoroughly enjoyed that tattoo. And then I went back again a couple of weeks it's later. It's addictive, eh? Yes, and went again. Uh, so I just went back sort of week after week and just had another tattoo, another one done. And I've got some old Hasselblad cameras, a tattoo yeah, there. Yeah, that's awesome, which is My little logo's over oh, there, logo. had that done. Yeah. Um, we're done here by Pepe, which is... Uh, yeah, really I, was, I, was, I was there that day yes, that, that right, was yes. done. <laughs> got right, mine done yeah. at the that's same right, time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your tattoos. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, but I, I do enjoy tattoos. And it's all that whole, almost like it's a culture. A culture the around, bikes, yeah. the tattoos. Absolutely, yeah. And I've really bought into that culture. I really mm. love it. Um, especially, the, the, I think the most important thing is the guys you ride with and the girls you ride with. Because uh, if, 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 if you don't have the same interests and, and the same sort of philosophy and ideas, it's not going to work. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. the guys that we ride with, you ride yeah. with them as well. Um, they're, they're all so different, but we're all yet the same. We're all so yeah. similar. Yeah, we, so we I have, have to, yeah, I have to say that, um, you know, because I mean, I, you know, I ride BMs. I've been part of the BMW motorcycle clubs. I've been on the committee of one of them. Different groups of guys have different. There's a different culture in each of those groups. That kind of thing. No, it's, it's not. It's, a, a, yeah, it's not a motorcycle club. No, it's, no, it's not more, at all. It's it's like um, it's kind group of group of guys. Group, yeah. that have got the same interests. Yeah, we all yeah. enjoy motorbikes, and it's like a there's a nucleus of guys because it keeps changing. You know, some guys leave, new guys come in. So, yeah. but that nucleus of, of like members, call them members, stay the same. And yeah. around that, it's very, it's very fluid. So it keeps yeah. moving and people come in, people go, people emigrate overseas. Um, <laughs> but we've still got, the, we've still got the, that, that same love 
for motorbikes. And that's when we're most happy is when we're driving motorbikes. And for me, when I'm most happy is when I'm riding motorbikes and taking photographs. And, um, you know, I'd just love to share that with with the guys in in our motorcycle uh, group. You know, once we get to our destination, starting them photographs. And then, as you mentioned earlier, it's all about trying to do it instantly, not after the event, because then people have forgotten about it. You, you want to do the event and have photographs at the same time. So yes. it's almost almost like real time. Mm. So you can go onto social media and you can then track um, our progress of our trip wherever exactly. we go. Yeah. There we go. And, um, yeah. and uh, speaking of photographs, when, when I brought my Thruxton, I brought it because I saw a photograph of a dude on a Thruxton. Oh, really? And that, that's the power of photography, is I said, that's what I want, that's what I, yeah. that, that's, that's what I want to look like. And so that's and that's why I hope also some of my photographs might enthuse people to say, oh, I'd like to get a motorbike. I want to look that cool. Yeah. I want to do that. I want to have that freedom. You've also been taking photographs of uh, some of the local music artists as well. Mm. Um, Black Harbour. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, is that like you're taking photographs now, you're going out, you're enjoying local music, Gunshot Blue, Black Harbour. And you started taking some really cool photographs of oh, thanks. Local, um, local music. Yes, and that actually started with um, Pepe from uh, um, SA Hardcore Tattoos. He's an amazing uh, guitarist and he's got a band which you just mentioned, uh, Gunshot Blue. Yeah. But also what probably people don't know is he's a really keen um, motorbike rider. And yes. in fact, he's got a Thruxton just like mine, a 900, a uh, beautiful red and white one, customized beautiful. And him and I also go on rides together, and I take photographs of him. Yeah. And I knew he was in a band, and he invited me to go around and listen to him play. And obviously, because I always have my camera, uh, I started to take photographs. And I think taking photographs of bands is, in a way, very similar to taking photographs of motorbikes or guys on motorbikes. Mm. Because the band is moving around the stage, mm. uh, you're interacting with the band. Uh, I, know, I know the band members quite well now. So you, you're almost like part of the band, an extension of the band. And I enjoy. The, the energy uh, of the band and the energy between the photographer myself and the band yes. and you feed off each other mm. um, and also you almost get like embedded in the band because uh, then you go backstage and you, you, you chill with the band you have drinks with the band before yeah. and after as well you become part of the band and they, they, they then seem to sort of loosen up towards you and you as so they actually can't see the camera between you and them it's just you and them um, so that whole camera goes away but you're still taking photographs of them if if I'm making any sense and through that they, be, they become you know a bit more um, acceptable of you being there that's why I love to get the good shots I, I think it shots you know up close wide shots um, so I've got, I use a different camera for that also Fuji the H1 because yeah. the H1 is quite an amazing low light oh, uh, yeah. camera because okay. you don't really want to use flashes too much yes. indoors because I was going to ask you about the lighting. Generally, with these bands, you know, the lighting is—it's low lighting. Yeah. There might be different color lights that yeah. they're using. I mean, how do you, like you say, I mean, using a particular camera for that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the H1 is, is is perfect in low light. I can shoot at a very low ISO. Mm. ISO for people don't know, the higher ISO, the more light it lets in. Yeah. But then the the, the it's very grainy. It gets becomes yeah. very grainy. So if you keep it if you keep it very low, it becomes very sharp. And then what I can do in the Lightroom app again is once it's in the Lightroom app in RAW, I can lighten it up and sure. it come, comes up really, what really sort sharp. What sort of lens are you f-stop? Mm. It? Well, it's a, a, f, um, a 2.8 f-stop. Okay. It's a, I use, uh, it's a 1655, so it's a zoom lens, mm. um, but it's, it's amazing, amazing Fuji lens. The thing is about that one, when you zoom, the f-stop remains constant. Yeah. Most, most cameras, yeah. that does, well, most lenses don't do that. Well, they change, mm. yeah. They change, yeah. So I use that, and that allows me to, excuse me, shoot very wide shots and very, shoot very close shots as well. Um, and then you mentioned earlier about the lighting. Um, there's places like um, the barnyard, which have really professional lighting, which is great, which is perfect. But then if you go to places like uh, Hell's Kitchen or the Radium, which is much more intimate, the light is yeah. not that good. But the, the energy of, of the crowd in that small space mm. is, is quite amazing. And that compensates the lack of, of, of good of lighting. Light, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. so, but as yeah. I say, I think then that whole culture of bikes and bands and tattoos, yeah, they all it's, see, all it's almost together, like, a, yeah. like a subculture, yeah. I think. And yeah. um, that, that, I really enjoy that. My, uh, 
another story myself and my mates we drove to the Lush Festival yes few, I saw you Clarence yeah. to, uh, to go see our mates go yes. to our blue play there um, <coughs> how was the weather? <laughs> uh, it was awful we got there it was okay it rained a bit on the way and that should yes. have been the first warning yes. uh, we were on our thrustons okay, and we, there was a, a 10 kilometer sand road which we had to ride to get to the festival which is fine when it wasn't raining but trust me we got there Friday we saw Gunshot Blue amazing performance really really great it started to rain and it didn't stop. Mm. The next morning, it rained throughout the night, throughout the day. The next morning, we decided we, we wanted to go to Clarence to go and drive through the Golden Gate because there they've got the most amazing roads there. Right. Got on our, myself, my mate Bones, it. he's also in a Thruxton 900, just like mine, just like Peppy's. Got on it, I rode tires, um, <laughs> and it was, it was raining and it was just mud. It was like, it, it was, it, it reminded me of. If you remember in World War II, when the, the, the Germans were advancing on, on the Russian front in, yeah. in, in winter, and it was just mud everywhere. That's what it was, because it took us about an hour to do 10 kilometers. Sure. And it was awful. We, we actually eventually got into the tar, and then we, we drove the bikes into Clarence, who was still raining. We said, stuff this. We're going to leave the bikes in Clarence, because now we can't ride to Golden Gate, because yeah. it's just pissing with rain. And we took a shuttle back to Lush Festival, carried oh, on wow. with the festival. Was there, was there a shuttle yeah, there between was. the town mm. and... Okay. Yeah. And then we went back back to the festival that Saturday and just carried on partying, listened to mm. dance, and then got the shuttle back. Saturday, Sunday, picked up a bike, which we left at the hotel in Clarence, and then drove back to Johannesburg oh, yes. in the rain, of course. Didn't stop raining. Um, but, you know, that's, that's the thing about bikes. See, that, in fact, if it didn't rain, it wouldn't have been so memorable. So actually glad it did rain because you know now you've got those memories of us in the mud and the rain and, and that again you wouldn't you wouldn't remember that in a car and also um, if you've gone on a trip as well um, and you're driving a car you don't really remember those those turns and those bends uh, but on the bike you do and when you get to your destination you can talk about ah oh, remember that 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 tight turn or that that straight that went on forever you, know, you can talk about those. You wouldn't, you wouldn't go to Clarence for, for like an overnight in a car. No. Um, you wouldn't on a bike because it's not about, well, this is a bit it's, cliche. It's, yeah, it's exactly. not about the it's about, destination, it's about it's the, the journey. The journey, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. And, um, yeah, they, 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 and we can do that. We can say, listen, we can wake up Saturday morning and say, let's go to Clarence and we'll go there for the night and come back Sunday. Yeah. Because it's all about the, the journey. And how better to document that than by taking photographs. Taking photographs, mm. yeah. You wouldn't, I wouldn't take a camera in a car and start tapping away at passing motorists in my car. Because <laughs> well, the car behind you. I <laughs> know, oh, yeah. Cause, come closer, yeah, come closer. Yeah. So like when you were at the Lush Festival, where did you guys stay? Ah, well, yeah, the funny thing is, we um, uh, packed on our Thruxtons, our tents, everything. Thruxtons were like really packed down, like real packed mules. Uh, the one gentleman, uh, shame, quite sorry for him, he didn't prepare. He, all he bought was a hammock. Sure. So um, come Friday night when it started raining, he obviously um, had to share my tent. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it yeah. at that. <laughs> Thanks, oh, yeah. Fun, thanks. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's we, funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. Uh, no lucky. names mentioned. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so we, we camped. As I say, we put all our luggage in our trucks, and so that, in fact, the, the, the tent is perfect. It was dry, dry, dry. No yeah. problems. And. Uh, yeah, that's again, that's, that's a trip you remember because of the rain, because of the camping, because mm. of the bikes. And you remember them also now because of photographs. Because you can say, oh, there we are, driving in the yeah. rain. Yeah. There we are, riding on the sand road in mud. Mm. Not enjoying life. But now, looking yeah. at a photograph, we oh, can well, laugh. At the time, mm. you might be bitching and moaning. Yeah. But when you back, I know, yeah. the dust has settled. Exactly. you got some photos. You, exactly. It's an experience, yeah. And every time you show a photograph like that, People who went there say, "Damn, I wish I was there." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I saw the I saw the photo of the of the road, of the dust, you know, the dirt road. Now that was a, yeah. a mud pit. Mud, really. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like mosh. I would love to be there. Yeah, no, um, your GS would have been fine. Yeah, my yeah, GS would have yeah. been fine. I don't yeah. know about the old BMW. Yeah. yeah, but as a, you know, any opportunity I get, I love to get on the bike and ride. Yeah, and, like you never without your. Jeez, so this is the. Oh, you part like of town, a, man. Like drag strip, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Loud cars, loud yeah. bikes. Eh? Yeah. Um, I'm talking about that. Is uh, is Pepe got his his car? Um, I think he's he's still. Um, we're talking about his. What is it? A, it's a Mercury. forty-seven Mercury. Yeah. yeah. I think he's still being built. So it hasn't okay. been finished yet. Yeah, because he said to me the other day that it was like almost going to pick it up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, I it's like Pepe's yeah. like. Got <laughs> 
He's got his own style. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's like a perfectionist. Well dressed, yeah. yeah, but he's well dressed, cigar, mm. guitar, yeah. tattoos. Yeah, Thruxton, yeah. It's cool, I love it. Yeah, yeah. no, all that. I mean, the, the bikes, the tattoos, mm. um, uh, classic cars. I mean, it's yeah, all, exactly. all part of that whole, like, well, it's a sub, I don't know, culture, it's yeah. subculture or yeah, subculture. subculture yeah. Yeah. But those are, I guess, because it's a subculture, the other people on the outside are always envious of us and what we do and the freedom we have. That we can just, you know, get our bikes, get my camera, and just head out. Mm. Uh, many times I've gone up to my uncle's spot in Barberton just on my own, yeah, uh, for a weekend. Just grab my camera, grab my bike, uh, pack an overnight bag, shoot up to Barberton. It's a beautiful ride up there. Uh, takes about three hours, yeah. and uh, just take Taking photographs. Selfies yeah, while you. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even spoken about the selfies. Oh, eh, yes. that you take. We're talking about taking photos yeah. of other people. Eh? Yeah. So you also like to take selfies on the bike. Yeah, I try and I went in. <laughs> what I try and do is I try and incorporate my mates yeah. as well. That's what's cool because then you, 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 as I said, you capture that in the moment. Just two dudes having fun on bikes. And doing that, I need a, a quite a wide lens, which okay. is the, the 1024. The 1024 is probably the widest lens that Fuji's got, except for they, they've got an, an A16, but it's very expensive. Yeah. I don't have that yeah. one. 1024 is fine because it's really, really wide at 10 millimeters. And, you know, if I take the camera and outstretch my arm, I yeah. can get myself in the full frame with the bike and with the rest ever riding on my right hand oh, side. On your right hand side, yeah. And they normally make quite cool pics of just guys in the moment just enjoying the ride. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, I don't know if I should say this, but sometimes I ride with my daughter yes. just, just around town and, you know, she's in the back. Yeah, um, you take some selfies. Take selfies, yeah. But I, I'm there, I'm acutely aware of what's going yeah. on around me. Yeah. I don't know, how do you feel like when you got your daughter on the back of the bike with you? Because I become like super, super conscious of the fact that I've got my daughter on the back with me. I know, it's, it's, um, oh, she's, she's ridden with me uh, often. For quite a while, yeah. So she's used to the bikes, now she's used to me taking photographs while we ride. Yeah. And um, once I did, I was um, uh, about to take a selfie of me and her on the bike and I happened to look behind. And I saw she was on a cell phone, texting away. So I think she's got, she's got a, a bit of me and her. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, she's also taken some photos. She's taken some photos while you guys have been on the bike, when she's been yeah. on the back. Yes, yeah. I've seen some mm. of them. I think, I think you've posted some of them. Yeah, um, it's quite, quite strange. The photos she took yeah. uh, of me was of my helmet. And on my helmet, yeah, it says, get off your <laughs> get, phone. Oh. And now she's taken a photograph of that, so <laughs> yes. people are thinking, well, hang on, why is it saying get off your phone? Because that, that message is to the motorists, Yeah. because okay? there are far yes. too many motorists who are on their cell phones. Not your billion. <laughs> no, no. They're, you know, they're on their cell phones and they're not paying attention, and there's a lot yeah. of bike accidents caused by yeah, exactly. motorists who are on their cell phones. Exactly, yeah. So um, I, I got the message and I stuck it on my helmet, so just to make other road users aware, listen, get off your cell phone, yeah. um, I'm not sure if it works. Um, but people do have a laugh and they see me taking photographs with that message well, on, on the back, back so yeah. maybe I shouldn't preach to the converted. No, well, at least when you're taking photographs, you're aware of what's around yeah. you. Whereas when they're texting on their phone, they're not even aware it's of what's that. around you. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. So, well, unless they're taking photos of you while you're taking photos of them. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> becoming very inception. In, inception. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To enough, I mean, you've You've got your website coming soon? Yes, launch your uh, website I mean, in June. The, the, I mean, it's there, it's available, people can okay. navigate to it, but there's uh, interesting content coming there soon. Uh, yes, there is. Um, we've got, um, looking at putting an online shop uh, on the on the website, uh, yeah. selling our branded products, yeah. branded t-shirts. Uh, you know, if people want to have their, I don't know if this will take off, but if they want to have their... Uh, the photograph taken, taken and, yeah. and put on a shirt. Uh, we can. We've actually um, have a company that can actually take your photograph and have it illustrated okay. into an illustration yeah. and, and put on your shirt, which is okay. probably in fact cooler than just a photograph. Mm. So we're looking at that as well. Sure. Um, importantly, we'll put the prices up. Mm. Um, we've uh, given Barry all the, the the content for the photographs, so he's yeah. going to start putting the photographs on like a gallery. Yeah. So people can have a look and see see, see the style. Uh, and then, yeah, as I say, we just want to take it out to the public and, and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, if it takes off, uh, great, because uh, it's a hobby and uh, it doesn't interfere with our work life because most of what we do with photography is on, on weekends. weekends yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it, really excited about it, excited about the product, where it'll go, what'll happen with it. 
and uh, just want to take our brand out there to people who ride motorbikes but also people who don't ride motorbikes and maybe get them involved in, in this whole culture of riding motorbikes. More people ride motorbikes, less cars are off the road, less traffic, worth more. <laughs> yeah. And you know, a little punch is we've got the most amazing roads in South Africa. Absolutely. I mean, if you you go uh, an hour outside here, oh, not even, you can go to mm. the cradle of humankind, uh, 30 minutes from where I live, amazing roads there. You go three hours outside Johannesburg, to Sabi, mm. to Barberton. Um, Clarence. Clarence. Yeah. Oh, Clarence is beautiful. Yeah. Dolstrom, well, once you get to the, up yeah. there as well. Yeah, there's the yeah, most amazing roads, and mm. those roads make for epic photographs. And if the website that we've developed, and we've got great weather. Oh, we do, yes. <laughs> Especially in winter. Winter riding yeah. is, is perfect. Yeah. You know, not too keen on riding early in, in the morning. Early in the morning, but also in yeah. summer when it rains, because yeah. you know there's nothing worse than riding wet. But uh, from our website that we're going to launch. If we can get that out to internationals and they can have a look at the photographs Absolutely. and the scenery, maybe get some of them to have a look at photographs and say, well, you know, I'd love to go to South Africa and uh, go on a bike tour. That's also a sort of long-term uh, aim of, of yeah. what myself and Barry wants to do as well, get the internationals coming out here. Of course, because yeah. a lot of times people come on a tour and all they think about is riding and the roads, which is, which is great. They, they might have a few blurry cell phone photographs or a couple of photographs of them standing next to the bike, uh, taken with some random dude's SLR, who knows. Um, but yeah, if we, we, can, we can start getting our content internationally, get some people to come out here because of our photographs. It's exciting times. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And as long as I ride, I'm happy. As long as I ride and take photographs, I'm happy. <laughs> You're happy, yeah. Mm. And the rest will come naturally. Yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, Richard. Oh, super. And so our conversation came to an end. Well, at least for now. As you heard, Richard's got some exciting future plans and I'll definitely be catching up with him to find out how those things are working out. So don't forget to go check out his Instagram profile and have a look for yourself and see what amazing photographs he has been taking. All the links will be in the show notes of this episode. Just a reminder, please subscribe to the podcast, share with your friends, send me a comment and I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. And that, my friends, is the end. Catch you next time.